Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How do I look as a blonde? You look amazing. You look like Khaleesi. You so, mean Daenerys? Khaleesi is a title. No, no, no. You look like Khaleesi. No, it's a fucking title. Nobody out there knows who Daenerys is. Well, no, a very small amount. They know her as Khaleesi. Khaleesi is not a title. It's a title, not a name. And as soon as I saw you with the blonde wig, I was like, oh, you're going to make an amazing Khaleesi for Halloween. Twerking dragon Khaleesi Lauren. So I am Lauren, first of her name, twerker of dragons. Lauren's concussion episode. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. You know what that sounds like? That almost sounds like the most amazing finishing move. Oh, she's going to hit him with a twerking dragon. Oh, my God. Like if you were like a, a Mortal Kombat character, I always uh, Mortal Kombat. I was we've had this discussion. I think I was always Katana or I was Sindel. Sindel makes sense. And if you're not Sindel again, you were Sindel once for Halloween. No, I've never. No. Cost, then yeah. for, for Halloween, you absolutely have to be Sindel. So today we're talking concussions. I don't know why I got so like dreary. Yeah, and I was dark. like, why do we get so serious? It's we're actually like a, a not not that concussions are good things, but recovering from concussions is a good thing. So. Yeah. Um, we are the neuro nerds, and because we both had neurological issues, <laughs> and we're both big nerds. Though we've discovered I might be a bigger nerd than and Joe. Not my, there's no might. <laughs> there is no wiggle room. Lauren is the queen. She's the Khaleesi of all nerdum. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I just made that up. Okay, thing. so I'm Bat Widow and then Khaleesi of nerds. Yes. <gasps> I I'll take that. Oh my gosh, first Guys, of your name. You now must you now must address me as Khaleesi. Okay, uh, well, so Khaleesi. So, so, oh so, so, okay, yeah. sorry guys, you don't understand. That's actually really cool. You're also Khaleesi, mother of concussions. So I oh, had okay, yes. My my, my neuro, neuro injury came from uh, a stroke, high blood pressure induced hemorrhagic stroke, uh, two years ago. And Lauren's came from a severe concussion that she sustained in a car accident because some dick didn't know how to drive. Yes, this is actually factual. Yeah, yeah, that that was on the report. I think some <laughs> dick didn't know how to drive. So again, um, it, it's. It's different, but the same. Like we go through a lot of the same um, issues, uh, cognitively, neurologically, anxiety-wise. Um, mine was 100% my fault because I just <laughs> didn't really take care of myself. Never went to the doctor, ate like shit, all that stuff. Lauren, on the other hand, she had zero control over her injury, zero. So I know that's like super frustrating because once again, some dick didn't know how to drive. Um, but I know there's a lot of people out there, and and a couple over the last like couple of days that have actually reached out to me with concussions, you mm -hmm. know, and 
if you had a concussion, you had a brain injury, you know? Yeah. And there's different tiers. There's different schools of thoughts regarding concussions. Because, again, just like any other brain injury, there's no um, exact science for um, like diagnosing or, or being able to recognize. There's um, a laundry list of symptoms. Um, and when I went into the doctor, now again, if you guys remember, I went into the doctor four days after my car accident because uh, I thought I had whiplash. Uh, right? It was not my first car accident. And I was like, it's okay. I didn't break a bone this time. So it's all good. Um, yeah, Lauren is like uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're the driver. Yeah, right. Interesting enough, I was watching Death Race earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching like Death Race 3, which is the one with Luke Goss. Not they made three of yeah. them? Yeah. So on a side oh, note, wait, Jason wait, Statham was only in the first one. Also, real quick, they made a second one? Yes. <laughs> yes, very much. And on a side note, apparently, Jason Statham, if you ever hear this, no, sh- no tea, no shade. But... Uh, a friend of mine worked on set with him for a movie, um, and he was a uh, one of the fight coordinators. He said Jason Statham's kind of an asshole, kind of full of it. I, I agree with that. You want to know why? Why he was, I think, in the running for Bullseye in oh. in uh, Daredevil, the the, yeah, the series, yeah, yeah. and like he poo pooed it. He was like, "Oh, they don't do like real fight oh, scenes." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dude, you know what? When you <laughs> when you were driving the car over the ramp thing, and the car spun." And with the bottom wheel, it hit the bomb that was hanging from the crane. You didn't really do that. <laughs> that was like, it's a movie. You don't actually get punched in the face. You His don't actually argument get might the face. be that he's not a professional driver. He's a professional fighter. Is he? What's the last time I saw him in the ring? What's the last time he went toe to toe with can GSP? We not, I was like, can we not go there? Because I have a lot of issues with MMA. So I like MMA. I'm a big fan of people punching other people in the face. Yeah, I don't have. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, but like I, have I, 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 I was, I was an angry child. Not that I was an angry child. It's just I was like super anxious. So like I had like I had something deep. So you had inside. issues. I did. I did. I just realized I got into East Coast West Coast battle thing with uh, Sarah from the Stromies, where I was like, uh, uh, she said something about East Coast West Coast, and she's like, yeah, Biggie and Pac, and I was like, yeah, it's not much of a battle. Pac is everything, and she was like, well, I think I lean a little bit more towards Biggie. And I was like. <gasps> For shame. But then I was like, you know what? To be honest, I'm more of a DMX guy because I was a very angry child. <laughs> <laughs> and you love Deadpool now. I do. I do. Retroactively, I do. that was on purpose. I, see, it yes. all comes together like the Marvel Cinematic U. Oh, so back to your concussion. Yes. Um, so back to that laundry list of uh, things. So like anything else. So when if you have a concussion, there is no definitive way to really diagnose and or see um, like the bruise on your brain, there's no way to actually, even if you have a CAT scan or an MRI, the only way that helps you is one checking. You don't have a brain bleed, which was the concern that my doctor had because I was babbling at one point a few days uh, after my concussion, when all the horrible symptoms were manifesting was I was babbling and which is really scary. And then I had numbness on the left side of my tongue and my left pinky. So like my doctor was really concerned. It was a brain bleed. Um, but it wasn't, which was like really good. Cat scan scared the shit out of me. I don't know about you. That oh, you're you're in a tube. No, right? that's an MRI. Oh, the okay. cat scan, at least the one I had, it like like the thing descended over my head, <laughs> and it was kind of scary. I was like, did, did it feel futuristic? Like a you were little on, uh, bit. The Star Trek Enterprise. No, I was more feeling like aliens, and even though that thing was over my head, I was like terrified something was gonna pop out of my stomach, like that kind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like. That was the kind of feel, you know, you know, we have different fears. <laughs> um, but like my doctor said, the only thing that the the only way like you can see what a concussion does to you 
is if you have a scan of your brain from before. So and then they can compare the two scans. So unfortunately, because uh, I guess fortunately, because it's not a brain bleed, they don't actually see like anything spilling into the cranial cavity, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, So that's why it's like hard also to like justify it or go. It's soft tissue damage. Right. And so like when you're in a car accident or in a lawsuit, it's kind of hard to prove it, which sucks as well. That's a whole other issue we're not going to get into today. Right. <laughs> that was years of bullshit. Stress and no, yes, frustration. Yes, stress, bullshit, lawyers, whatever. Um, but so if you've never had a concussion, what's interesting enough is uh, one of the teachers at my dance studio just gave herself a concussion on accident Ooh. where she slipped and slant and she caught herself with her face mm. on the floor. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. So some of the hallmark symptoms, and according to my doctor, I had every hallmark symptom except loss of consciousness. I didn't realize all these were hallmark symptoms of a concussion and of a severe concussion. So um, you can lose consciousness at time of impact. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, you that's because you're tough. No, that, I'm I mean, sure, that's because I was lucky. No, I'm pretty sure that like you, any normal car. human being, any normal human being okay. would have been unconscious. You're not a normal human being. Okay. You also have the density of a dying star. <laughs> so... Well, let's just you can lose consciousness. It's you don't always lose it, but you can lose consciousness. Um, amnesia is also part of it. You mm-hmm. can uh, lose did, some time. Did I did you, not. Did you, okay, that's I good. remember that's the incident. I can. I saw the guy hit my car. Like did, I was you, watching him in the rearview mirror. Hit did me. you remember? Um, uh, like what happened that day, the day before? Yeah. Like, and you remember the day following? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Uh, some of it's a little cloudy because I was cloudy, but mm-hmm. um, no, I remember everything. But I do remember the minutes before the impact and the minutes after. Um, But uh, so you can, so I didn't have amnesia or loss of consciousness. Uh, Disorientation is a big one, right? Uh, So I remember when I had the accident, I had trouble trying to change lanes. I couldn't remember. I was in the fast lane, so I'm trying to pull over. And I remember um, I was having issues like, how do I change lanes? And this is immediately following the impact. Yeah, this was immediately the impact. Like I'm trying, like, we're on a freeway. The guy hit me. It was stop and go traffic. So we're trying to move over. But like he was moving over before me. And I literally remember I was like, how do I change a lane? And so like some like autonomous motor skills came on. So I remember to turn on my signal. But I remember it was not smooth. Like I'm a really good driver. So like it was not smooth changing lanes. Um, like I felt like I was almost like turning the car instead oh, wow. of moving over. Um, so You can have disorientation. And I had work the rest of the day and I was like cloudy. It was not good. Um, Loss of balance. Mm -hmm. So I remember I had high heels on because I was at work for I was a real estate agent at the time. So I was showing a home and I remember I couldn't actually stand up straight. It was really I kept like losing my balance in my my heels. Right. So like I had I I was really headachy and not feeling good when I had clients over, but I could like turn it on and I showed them the house. But I remember like when they would leave, I would like kind of lose my balance. And then at one point there was a second floor and I was trying to show someone upstairs and I literally couldn't climb the stairs. I was like hanging onto the balustrade and I just was like, oh, go ahead and check out the things, guys. I think someone's coming in. Let me go greet them. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I was like, I can't climb these damn stairs. I just thought I had a whiplash. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. So disorientation, loss of balance. Um, no, no nausea during this? Not at the time. Okay. So you can have nausea. Um, anytime you hit your head and you throw up, guys, you need to go to the doctor. Uh, head injuries and vomit are very bad signs. Yes. So, um, but I developed headaches. Um, what else? I was able to sleep okay, which was fine. Like I didn't you, go to you, sleep till that night. Yeah, but. you're not supposed to go to sleep uh, immediately following concussion, right? 
Yes and no. I don't really know. It, I, no, no, no. I, there, I, it depends. I've seen conflicting information that's been coming out. Like mm-hmm. some doctors adamant about keep them awake. But there's other information that's been coming out as well that says, well, it might not be as harmful. So I think it's case by case and go to a doctor, guys. Right. Like that's. Yeah, yeah. Go to a yeah. doctor yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Definitely don't show a house. Yeah, that was a bad idea. And then I was playing video games at the same time, which was overstimulation. Yeah. No, I took my laptop to my open house uh, to play Baldur's Gate. I was, I was, gonna, I, was I, I, I was gonna say I have a very important question. What game were you yeah, playing? Yeah, it was Baldur's Gate. Um, it did keep me calm though. I think because mm-hmm. um, sometimes that can be overstimulation for your brain because of all the colors and stuff like that. But I think because it had me focus, like I was okay. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't cause. It was only like when I was playing the game, waiting for people. I didn't feel sick and I didn't feel gross or like headachey. But it was like when I stopped playing and I had to deal with people. That's when I started feeling icky. Right. So um, I didn't end up going to the doctor until the third day. So if I got the car accident on Saturday, Monday night, I was teaching a belly dance class and I, I was feeling OK. And it was a beginner's class. I've taught beginners for years. So it, like for me to teach those classes, it's very. No. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, old it's, hat. yeah, it's um, automatic. Right. I'm on cruise control. <laughs> and so I remember I had a little bit of headache, but I was OK. And then I was doing warm up and I lost central vision. Oh, Oh. So I don't know if you guys have ever had that. That's kind of really weird. So I have contacts. So I, at first I thought like something was in my contact because right. it started in my right eye. And again, I did have the injury on the back of my left side of my head is where I had the impact because I had a hair clip in and that's where I hit first. Um, so I never drive with hair clips anymore in my head. Um, but um, I remember I started losing the vision in the middle of my right eye and now I know it's an aura which is part of um, an indication of a migraine and I've never had migraines before that so I lost it and I was like okay I was like that's weird there's just like a eye boogie or something in my on my contact but then I lost it in both eyes and that freaked me the fuck out and so all I could really see was around the edges of my eye and I'm looking at a mirror teaching oh my God, how right uncomfortable. did you stop oh Please no no no, no. I kept teaching mm-hmm. I didn't want to scare my students right um, I did have one of my normal girls there. So I had her kind of lead the warm up as I like I got a drink, so drink of water and I was like trying to calm down. And then it, the vision kind of cleared up and I was okay. like, OK, I was like, I'm, a, I'm all right. Then I started feeling a little nauseous and I was like, OK, I said, well, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. So I got through class. Um, oh, no. And then while I was teaching, I was just explaining a basic move or posture. And all of a sudden I was started to babble where I I lost what I was saying and I just kind of kept talking for about 30 seconds until I found what I was supposed to say. Right. Um, it was terrifying for me because it felt like I had no control. I had no idea what I was saying. And um, but to my students who know me, they were just like, oh, that's a really weird that way a, to that explain was it. That no, they're happen. just like that. That was a weird way to explain it. My nor- my new girls were like, oh, that's cool. But I was terrified. because I was like, oh, that was weird. I've never. And right. I literally felt like my tongue um, was like flapping, like I almost felt like it was flapping in my mouth. Like I had no control of the roll of my tongue. It was just talking. And I was like, I didn't even know that was what babbling really was. Mm-hmm. My doctor was the one who explained that. And then, um, so then I was like, okay, this is just kind of weird. I was like, I'm stressed. I'm tired. I have a headache. Um, so then class ended and my girls are with me and they're like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I said, I just don't feel good. I'm going to head home. And my little sis lived nearby the university and I called her and I said, you know, I don't really feel good. And she's like, well, if you want to just come over, you can just, you know, uh, take a nap on the couch or something. And I said, OK, I said, but I'm just going to get something to eat and then probably go home. So I went to Chick-fil-A and I drove went, to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, of course. It was on campus, but I drove to Chick-fil-A and I got some chicken tenders and I was like, OK. Um, so I was eating them and I started to feel a little bit better. I was like, mm-hmm. OK, but I still felt like sick. 
like right. nauseous. And I was like, oh man, I just want to go home. And I thought about calling my little sis and being like, girl, I'm just going to crash on your couch. And I actually passed her house as my headache was getting worse. And I was like, no, I'm just going to go home. Right, right. Just make a beeline. Yeah. So 20 minutes later, I've only once in my life ever screamed in pain. Um, and that's when I had cortisone shots put into my wrist bone. <sighs> so I'm driving home and I'm having the worst pain in my head I'd ever had in my life. I felt like I had two pickaxes boring into my temples and the sides and, of my and head. And it was, it was both sides? It wasn't just no, one side? it was side? both sides. And it was all this pressure. I started screaming in the car from how much pain I was in, like just shrieking out the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I started feeling the numbness in my tongue and my finger. And then, um, like, and again, compared to Joe, I have a very high tolerance of pain. Hey, I have a high tolerance of pain. That's why I have such high blood pressure. Because I was always <laughs> in pain and never did anything about it. It's so, just the little pains. That so, yeah, exactly. So I was, but like, I thought about like pulling off and just calling my mom, which I should have done. You absolutely. Sh- you absolutely should have done yeah, that. I should have. So if you guys do this, like literally, I don't care what, it was like 10 o'clock at night. You, I should have done that. I should have pulled off the side of the road. I should have called my mom. Um, and had her come pick me up. Yeah. I didn't. Hey, hey the neuro nerds do stupid things, so you guys don't yeah, have don't to. Don't do what we do. Do as we say, not as we do. Yes. And so I drove home driving like 85 miles an hour. Oh, my God, you way. lunatic. Oh, I was in so much pain. You were just trying to get and home. And I was also like so, like my hands were like so gripped onto my steering w- wheel. Were you having trouble with your, your motor functions? No, I was just more like white knuckling it from the pain. Right. Um, and, um, that was probably the worst, even after everything. And I had migraines regularly after that, that was probably the worst I've ever had. So I finally get home. I am just sobbing as I'm coming out of the car and I like slam into the house. And I remember I like ran into my mom's room and I literally just threw myself onto her bed. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And I'm just sobbing. So her and my dad lead me to my room. They turn off the lights and, um, my dad goes and gets me water and ibuprofen and he gets me on like a cold compress for my head. Hmm. And my mom's doing pressure points on my hands, which help relieve headaches. Yeah. Right. So that kind of helped calm me down and I was starting to get sleep and then I was, I had to vomit. So like they left me alone to sleep for a little bit, but I got up and I just threw up. And so, and I hadn't thrown up in years and I was just like, oh, this is so gross. It's not <laughs> right? fun. And vomiting's not fun. So, um, I told my, you know, my parents were concerned and I was like, I'm going to go to the doctor tomorrow. So I made a, I went online to Kaiser and I made a same day appointment oh, for good, the next good. day. And, um, Cause I was scared. Cause I, you know, I was like, oh, I just have a headache. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah blah. you, you know something's wrong. Yeah, but as soon as I vomited, I was like, yeah. head injuries, vomiting, not good. So uh, the next day, I went to Kaiser. I have Kaiser. If you don't know what Kaiser is, it's an HMO hospital, whatever. Um, did, did, did you have trouble processing information? Uh, or were you pretty close to being? Hey, I, I'm still functional. There's just something wrong. I was functional because I'm thinking back. Cause I taught a couple classes before that right um i think i was okay um like a lot of the processing stuff happened after okay so um i went to the doctor i had the best doctor he actually like he was just like that random doctor i got assigned i ended up changing immediately over to him afterwards as my primary oh that's awesome um because my primary doctor i cannot stand i couldn't stand i was like oh my god she's such a bitch I, i went through like three of them yeah so immediately he had me starting to describe what I went through. And I, I didn't even think concussion. I was just like, no, I hit my head. I said I had a car accident. So I don't know if I like hurt my back and this is right. just pain from the back, blah, blah, blah. So as I'm going through and describing everything and telling him, he's the one who says, oh, that's babbling. And I'm like, oh, OK, I didn't know what that was. 
And um, he let me finish talking and he goes, okay. So he says, you have almost every single symptom of a severe concussion. And I literally was like, what's that? Right. Right. And so he described it and I was like, okay, well, what are my options? Like, what, what can I do? Like, right. I don't do, think there's surgery. Yeah. Do I take a pill? Like yeah. what's going on? And so, um, and he was, he was very, um, good about explaining everything. He, um, he, he might be one of those doctors where people would say, oh, he talks too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. I love this doctor. You're he right. takes copious notes and he explains everything. That's good. Um, he does his job. Oh, yeah. He cares. Novel. And so um, he described the options because then he's like, well, you could get a CAT scan. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, he's like, I don't like to over prescribe radiation because radiation is not good for your body. No. Right. No, no, no. Um, so I remember I asked him, I'm like, well, what's the difference if I get a CAT scan or not? And he goes, well, th- he goes, that's a good question to ask. And he's like, um, some of your symptoms are worrisome. He's like, you could have a very minor brain bleed. Mm. And he's like, it could already be resolved. Or you could have a minor continual bleed right now. Which is not good. Right. And he's like, so the CAT scan would tell us if right. you had the ble- the bleed or not. And I was like, okay. I said, but would that change my um, my treatment or anything like that? He says, not really. He's like, the only real treatment for big brain injuries like this is observation or cutting a hole in your head. Yes. That's basically all we get, guys, as brain injury survivors. <laughs> because there really is... Um, I got option B. I know. He got option B. I got option A. <laughs> um, so like you said, regardless if I had a minor brain bleed or uh, just a, you know, generic concussion, it's observation. Right. It's wait and see, treat the symptoms because there is no actual other things they can do. And drilling a hole in your head is to actually relieve the pressure. So when you have a major hemorrhagic stroke or a major brain bleed, um, they have to relieve the pressure because it can kill you. Yes. You know, because what's happening when you have a concussion, the way it was described and I think about it now is you have a bruise. So like you, your, your brain has hit your skull and it's just like if you get punched in the arm or, you know, get hit with something and then you're like, ow, you know, it'll swell a little bit and it's nice and purple and discolored um, because it's bleeding internally, right. but it will go back. Right. So that's a concussion. But when you have a bleed, it's where there's like an actual puncture, like nothing stabbed you, but something exploded and liquid is spewing from your brain into your cranial cavity. The only difference is when you swell within the brain, you know, from like a bruise or a concussion, it'll reabsorb and kind of shrink back down. When you're actually bleeding into your cranial cavity, there's a very um, delicate and precise um, pressure in your brain. So you're so that your brain floats in the um, fluid um, in there. But as the blood continues to fill it, it increases the pressure in the cavity and there's nowhere for it to go. And so that's when you can have very serious consequences. Yes. Not, not fun. Our, our brain's yeah. so delicate. It's like a souffle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's one of the most powerful things in the face of the planet. It's a supercomputer that all supercomputers aspire to be like, but it's one of the most delicate things on the face of the it's planet. It's one of the most powerful things on the face of the planet. Like Lauren L. Manzano. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, you know, my doctor told me, like, cause I asked him like, well, what do I do? Right. And he, you know, he's like, you need to rest. And I told him like, I'm a pole dancer. I teach pole. Like this is I my do career. everything. So I actually, but he was a really good, like honest doctor. Mm-hmm. Cause I said, so what am I supposed to do? And he's like, well, I've only known you for 15 minutes. He's like, <laughs> but um, he's like, I would love to tell you take four to six weeks off and don't do anything. But I'm realistic. Right. He goes, can you take one week off and do absolutely nothing? Which is awesome. Yeah. He's like, just do nothing for a week and rest 
and sleep. Were you able to do that? Yeah. That's that's good. Because, that's good. you know, four to six weeks, you're like, fuck that shit. Right. No one can do that. Right, right? Right, right. But then he's like, just do one week. I was like, that's reasonable. Yeah. He's like, I've only known you 15 minutes. I already know you're a lunatic. <laughs> I, already, <laughs> I know too much about you. Right. One week. So. Um, and then as like, I'm preparing to like leave, he's like, oh yeah, try not to think too much. And I laughed and I was like, oh yeah, sure. uh Uh-huh. He goes, no, I'm serious. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, try not to think too much. And I was like, and now now I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. He goes, no, no, no. He's like, you know what he did? He's literally like, oh, here, quick, hold this grenade. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think about it. Just hold this grenade. But I remember, guys, I was like, okay, this is really weird. They prescribed me um, Sumaneptrin, which is Imitrex, which helps um, if you have migraines. Um, I've never had migraines before, but that was a new fun adventure. It sucks. Right? Um, so migraines can last for hours. Yeah. And they're painful oh, and they're God. awful. And you feel like I want to jam. It's, and I, it's, it's what you want to you to wish on your worst enemy. Yeah. Migraines are not fun. And so what something like Imitrex can do this got prescribed to me after I started developing them is um, as soon as you get the indication that you're going to have a migraine. So usually if you're going to have a, a migraine, you have an aura um, in a visual aura, not a sensory aura. You know, there's usually some sort of symptom that you get. For me, I get a visual squiggly in my eye. Oh, that's your red flag. Yeah, that's my red flag. That tells me and, it, and as soon as it starts and goes away, it lasts for about a minute where I can't see through that. And then it tells me, bitch, you got 20 minutes. <laughs> Let's go. It's like literally like that. It's like, oh, you got 20 minutes before this hits. And so what happens is as soon as I get that aura, I take the Imitrex. And so what that does is you feel really gross and sick for about an hour. I, I get vertigo. I have a dull, aching headache. And I just feel like shit, but only for an hour. Right. And instead that's of better. Eight. Yes. Yeah, that's instead better of than your entire day. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I take Imitrex and Excedrin or Imitrex and Ibuprofen. Oh, do you can mix the two? Yeah, you okay, can mix the right. two. Because the Imitrex, um, I believe what it does is it uh, uh, dilates the capillaries. Okay. So, no, dilate? Yeah. The one that opens them? Mm-hmm. I think it's dilate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it sends the blood flow because the migraine is the compression of the right. capillaries. So, it oh, completely opens them. So, those sound, uh, sound like good drugs. Right. Um, so, that that was fun. Um, I remember like I couldn't. So, you all know I'm a nerd. So, I read. And I watch YouTube videos. Oh, and you couldn't read. No, I couldn't read. Um, I couldn't write. Um, I couldn't. How'd you pass the time? Watching daytime TV. Oh, because it was right. so mindless. That's awesome. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, if you, yeah, what is that? What is that as a um, a condemnation on our our TV, our daytime TV? <laughs> like, right? You have a brain injury that won't hurt. Um, yeah, I remember yeah, it's nothing. You yeah, can't, you can't even think. I remember for like a month, like I would open up my emails for my clients and stuff, and I would like open my laptop and I would just have to close it because it was oh, so. What, what, much. Was it um? What, was it the information? Was it the light? It was both. Okay. It was like the light. It, I wasn't so light sensitive as I was. It was like information overload. Right. You well, just what about motion? Handle. Were you motion sensitive? No, not so much. I went back to teaching pole the next week. What is wrong with you? I was fine. I asked my doctor. I said, okay, if I'm going to be inverting, blah blah. He says try to take a couple weeks before you start doing that again he's like realistically and you took a week no no he said take a week don't do anything he's like slow your body back into it okay. which i did um because i said is it me going upside down going to make any difference he says no the damage is already done he says unless you fall on your head or hit your head you're not going to make the damage yeah, worse don't do that no i've never fall. i've never hit ever i think i've hit my head once in pole <laughs> In the in the I, seven years I've done it, I think I, I've hit my head once. I think that I can remember. Yeah, you should you should dance for sure with a helmet. 
<laughs> We're going to do that once. Yeah, no, we are. That's, that's the YouTube Sign content. up for Patreon, guys. Yeah, that's the um, YouTube content. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really hard. And then, but you know, just like anything else, your physical symptoms tend to heal within about three months. So I had 24-hour headaches. Um, I would go, to, I would wake up with a headache, go to sleep with a headache, you know, and it's just like that dull, aching headache that's all over your brain, all over your head. Um, and then I would start getting like what I call the pickaxe headaches where like the just randomly and it would feel like you got slammed on the side of the head. And it's like, you, you know, in different parts of your your head. And it's just like, oh, OK, well, I'm down for a couple hours. And it wasn't a migraine. It was just like getting slammed in the head. Um, but so I think when I was doing a lot of research, like within the first seven days, like your brain chemistry has recalibrated. I know. So usually about seven days, your brain chemistry is back. So once you like have a concussion, you're, everything's out of whack, right? So the actual chemicals or the hormones are back to like a homeostasic period. And then, you know, your swelling reduces, your headaches dissipate. Um, a lot of your physical issues you might have had, like bruising or like bumps on the brain, on mm -hmm. the head or something, those reduce in about three months. Like oh, usually wow, okay. your physical stuff tends to dissipate. And then you, if you, not everyone gets it, but if you do get post-concussion syndrome, like moi, um, those start to manifest usually about five to six months after your injury. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a shock. Cause you're like, Hey, I'm better. No, no I'm not. you're not. <laughs> so that's all the psychological issues. Cause even though physically your brain is better, your brain chemistry is more or less back to what it was, stuff like that. Psychologically, your brain has oh to my God, You had a brain injury. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like literally your brain is still trying to process the trauma of the impact and right. stuff like that. And that can manifest in many different ways. So if you have post-concussion syndrome, yours might not be like someone else's. Again, it's another laundry list of things. Because again, the, the science and study of brains is still in its extreme of infancy, yeah. right? Um, and so on top of that, everyone has their own individual brain chemistry and body chemistry. So then you react differently to someone else. So like Joe would react differently than my brain would, right? Because we have two different brains, two different brain chemistries, male versus female, different ages, um, different uh, uh, what's it, uh, predilections towards whatever, whatever we have in our family and our genetic. So you can uh, develop suicidal thoughts, which I didn't, oh, which is good. God. No. Thank and God. I've, I've met quite a few dancers that I know that have had, con they didn't realize they had concussions. They just banged their head and then a few, like four or five months later, they go through about a month of suicidal thoughts and then it went away and they're like, oh, that was weird. And then I pointed out, I'm like, you probably had, had a, a concussion. concussion for sure. Um, so suicidal thoughts can be one of them. That's probably one of the the scarier ones. Um, you can develop uh, extreme mood swings. I was going to say, I I was gonna say mood swings seems yeah. like that would be. I had mood swings. Uh, you can develop depression or if you've had depression, get it again. I didn't mm. I didn't develop it. Um, anxiety, which I've never had in my life and which I still deal with now, which is not fun. Panic attacks and anxiety attacks, two different things, but yeah. I developed both. Yay. And I didn't know what it was. Oh, you overachiever. Oh, God. And I didn't know what those things were, guys. And, like, I knew what it was when other people had them. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's an anxiety attack. Right. Oh, you have it, anxiety. It's, it's one thing to, like, see it in somebody yeah. else and nothing to actually feel it and experience it. Yeah, because you feel like you're going insane. Yes. Um, and, like, literally yes. my... my uh, my friend who's a psychologist literally was like, you should probably get a prescription for Valium. Mm. And she, did, and I did didn't. you, did no, you know doing that? No. Okay. Um, so you can get anxiety, depression, um, inability to handle stress. So if you have a large stress threshold that can dissipate immediately, that was what happened to me is like before I used to have like 10 clients for real estate and I was doing 
all these things all at once, you know, multitasking, yeah, which multitasking is not good. Is horrible thing. Which is not for, good to begin for brain with. Injuries, like yeah. just for somebody without a brain injury, terrible. Yeah, it's not good for you to begin with. But I used to be able to handle all my clients, no big issue. By the time I ended up leaving real estate a year after my uh, concussion, I couldn't handle one or more you, clients. You still did it for another year, though. Oh, I it was hard. It was a struggle. Laura I was, Manzano, you wore your oh, princess. God. No, I really wish I <laughs> quit sooner. Um, but so you can you're you have a diminished ability to handle stress. Um, you can have all you could have, like I said, migraines. You can have some psychotic episodes like. I, yeah, but that's just you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Wait, how, how was your creative side? Because I know you're a writer. Um, So it was a struggle mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't handle stress. Okay. So that's stressful, mm. right? And then you get mounted stress from anxiety from not being able to do something. Or oh, if you were doing God, something, be- yeah, it becomes piles. this vicious cycle, like a pile. Oh. So it wasn't the refuge I had wanted or envisioned it to be, but right. it was still there. I really did a lot of reading. Like I re- read tons of guys, tons what, of fan fiction. What was, was it difficult to process the information? No. Okay. That's good. So that was fine yeah. for me. Um, was um, once like the actual headaches cleared away of being able to read, like that was fine. Like I didn't lose an ability to retain information, but um, I remember like trying to write or um, trying to dance was really hard. I was teaching throughout this entire thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard. And then the one that I've had where I haven't seen before, uh, like I didn't see it in like the generic things that you can get in post-concussion, but again, everyone can get random things. Right. We're all which, different. Which was my um, forgetting words. Oh, yeah. Which I still still struggle with, but I'm I'm getting over it. Like I'm working on it because now it's just kind of cool. Hey, like the rest of us, we're all a work in progress. Exactly. So, um, you know, that's where you kind of start documenting like what's going on, so that you can talk to someone about it. Right. So when I had to go see a therapist because my ther- my uh, lawyer made me go, um, <laughs> they were trying to prove how crazy I was. No, um, that therapist now sees a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was actually really. Um, really really helpful like That's it was good. the most experience most expensive therapy i've ever gone to because i had to give some of the settlement to them it sucked um for one hour but when i look back on it what she gave me was invaluable priceless priceless right? um and so what i would leave with you guys um anyone experiencing brain injuries or concussions is reframing i know we've talked about that before which is uh and also like your trauma is your trauma is your trauma absolutely right you, we there's no like award on who wins the worst trauma right. guys you, you can't compare no you just can't so whatever you're going through um you have to reframe it or you have to like it's valid and then from there how do you use that and or work with it Right. You don't want to just say, how do you get rid of it? You can't. How do you get over it? You can't like that's not something that's not helpful. Um, So for me, it had to do, especially with my loss of words and language, that was really traumatic for me. And like sometimes if I'm really struggling with it, it'll still make me upset. But um, what you have to do is like, okay, so like find your new normal. We always Mm -hmm. talk about what's the new normal. Right. And it's it sucks that there might have to be a new normal. But you can't always use who you were pre-injury as a yardstick. Right. 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 So if that's who you keep looking back to, you will never get back to that person, if, whether that was a good or bad example to come up to. Right. There's just the new version, the leveled up, the next version. You're you right. Know, you. Right. I am right. You. Yeah. But you're, I like right. The... You. <laughs> You're Lauren 2.0. Right. Remember when we talked about Oddish, right? You're going past Oddish, right? You're going to vile. You're going to gloom and then vile plume. Yeah. You, you know, it's 
that's awesome about that. You're odd. You're not odd-ish. You're just, yeah, I'm odd. just odd. Yeah, and, and that, now you're just like an evolved version I'm of gloom. odd you. I'm gloom. You're, 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 you're something. Gloom, gloom, gloom. <laughs> you're definitely I something. am gloom. But I am group. Um, <laughs> I am gloom. But what happens is like you just you like you don't go backwards. It's a, like I like I think we said on one episode with Joe is um, with the Lord of the Rings with the Hobbits right at the end of um, the third book and the third movie. They're going back to Hobbiton and they're saying like they can't go back. Right. Right. You, right. right. You yeah, we're, we're past you're, that. You're changed by your experiences. You can't go back to who you were before. No, no, no. no. We've grown. Yeah. So for me, it was a struggle on really accepting and reframing that my new normal was I forget words. And so for me, what that helped, though, was take the stress and the pressure off where if there was a situation and I couldn't remember the word, it was OK because that's now normal. Right. So if I did remember the word, that was like, woohoo, hooray. Right. 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 And, and so you, you didn't because you tell me all the time, stop yeah. beating yourself up. Yeah. Did you? And so you celebrate the good. Yes. If you're going to beat yourself up that one time, celebrate your, the other nine exactly. times you did amazingly. And the other thing is you have to communicate with people. So, you know, you don't need to tell every Joe Schmo um, or person out there that you're talking to. But like if it's someone you regularly either work with in business, family, friends, whatever, like I would tell them like, hey, sometimes I can't remember words. Don't rush me. And I'm, I'd be like, I, I might do some weird things where I'm trying to remember. So because what will happen is like your brain, my brain would start to speed up where I, like um, like on a little uh, little mouse wheel, little hamster, hamster wheel. wheel. And it would get out of control and I couldn't think. So what I would have to do is literally like I'm showing it to Joe right now. Yeah. It's like I would have to close my eyes. I would bring my hands up right by my face. And like so um, I'm a kinesthetic learner. So I or a tactile learner. So mm -hmm. touching like having to do things. So I remember I would like bring my fingers to my thumbs and kind of like tap them out and close my eyes and breathe and see if I could remember the word. Mm -hmm. And usually if I did that, it calmed me down enough that a word would pop that's up. That's an awesome process. For yeah. You, you know, that, that, that's, that's, but I would have to tell the person because it might look weird if I was just randomly talking with someone and all of a sudden I just like, uh, hey. <laughs> right. They awesome. might think I had an actual stroke like, like that, that. So you have to communicate your needs or whatever you're using for coping or recovery. So if you have something very unique to yourself, Communicate with your friends, yeah, communicate with your family, even in business. So let's say you're, you know, you have a client, you know, and, uh, you know, this isn't like your first client meeting. But like if it's like when I used to be an event planner, like I might tell them like, hey, I'm in recovery from a brain injury on certain things. Again, uh, only if this doesn't violate any sort of like HIPAA or whatever bylaws you have at work. But just communicate and be like, oh, if I do like little weird things. Just give know. me a second. But sometimes, like, if it was business, I would actually not do that. I would just move on and either change the sentence or use a word that didn't quite work it. And I would just be like, oh, that's not exactly what I want. But right. you, um, you, you, you adapt to yeah, the situation. You, so, you know, again, I would say if you have very unique coping mechanisms, use that with friends and family and mm -hmm. people you deal with on a daily basis that you feel comfortable. And then find your, like, like stranger coping mechanisms or business coping mechanisms. So like for me, I wouldn't let myself dwell. I would just move on. Right. Because I was like, I can't. Yeah. And that's one thing we, yeah. we, we don't want to dwell. No. And you don't need, not everyone needs to know. Right. Like not everyone is of privilege to know. Right. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Friends Unless and you're family. Joe and you're wearing shirts and buttons. That's that say I have it. a hidden, <laughs> I have a, a, a hidden neuro neurological. Right. Uh, that issue, invites questions or I almost died. My favorite shirt ever. I'm like cartoon right? character. I the same thing all the time. Um, also, like for for people, like, if we're telling you this, the worst thing that you could possibly say is, oh, I forget things, too. 
Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, yeah. dude. Come on. Yeah, if you guys are um, caretakers or supporters in the community, j- don't just tell someone like, oh, yeah, I forget words sometimes, too. Oh, man, my therapist did that. Yeah, because that trivializes and it it's very diminutive to what we're going through because you're just forgetting a word because you're forgetting you're having you, a brain yeah, fart. Everybody right? does that. Yeah. We do it not because everybody does that. We do it because something happened to our brains. Yeah, like for like what was described to me from one of my linguistic students, and I think I've mentioned this before, is like the neural pathways that I had, like the the neurons, like they're either damaged or dead. Yeah. Like I don't know if I can get back to some of these words in English. The benefit is I speak multiple languages. So <laughs> thanks to neuroplasticity. Like I'm building new bridges and new pathways to that knowledge. Oh, you genius. You. I know, right? Because our brains are amazing. They are. Um, so if you don't speak another language, I encourage you to speak other languages. Elvish counts. Does so, does, does, so does Dothrak. Duh. Dothrak, you just say? It might because it is a pretty developed language. Um, Elvish is because it has a fully grammatical developed okay. language. 2019. Klingon. It's the year of growing. Learn some jo- Klingon, Joe's, Joe's going to uh, learn some Espanol. Uh, Mandalorian is not unacceptable it is not an actual developed script a word i know i know (laughs) um but yeah so you know you just got to find what helps especially if you have have a concussion sometimes when you're in the concussion camp um it doesn't sound as quote-unquote serious as someone who's had a no man it's absolutely like look like i said if it's a brain injury you can't compare no you you absolutely can't compare well it's minor it's it's serious like it's all serious it's the brain it's like saying i had well i just had a minor heart procedure yeah there's no such thing so like i understand that well it's a minor brain injury no no no. all brain injuries are major your concussion was a major concussion yeah it was like i always tell people like my concussion was just short of a it was like just short of a french fry of a happy meal it was just short of a brain of a brain bleed right which I'm very grateful I didn't have. But like, so if you're in the concussion camp like me, this is where we've talked about it before, where you could have imposter syndrome, right? Where you're sitting in this community and sometimes you're just like, man, I don't have it that bad. And I just had a concussion and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's like, that goes back to imposter syndrome. This is also our brains and our, like the negative voices in our head. Right. Right. Where we're questioning like, are we really in the community? You yes, av- you are. Every single one of you. I will wave absolutely. the flag for concussion. Team concussion over here. Okay. And Joe will like hold my hand and it'll be beautiful. We'll all be on unicorns. And I am mother <laughs> of unicorns now. Oh my God. Please tell me that there's a unicorn on the flag. A unicorn with a bandage on you, its you head. You know that the unicorn is the like state animal of Scotland, right? Is it? Yeah. That's oh, their official man. animal. That's awesome because yes. those are my people. They like beer. <laughs> no. So, so yeah, all, all brain injuries, all of them are different. They're like snowflakes. Every single one of them. So, you know, uh, um, major, minor, they're all major. And you can't compare. You can do a little bit of perspective. Like, I do that all the time. Perspective is very important. Like, I take a step back and I'm like, man, anytime I'm struggling, I'm like, man, I don't think I can get past today. And I'm like, man, there are other people who are doing significantly worse and doing more. So, like, why am I complaining? I'm not saying that, like, I have nothing to complain about. I'm just saying that if they're going to be able to do it, Mm -hmm. why can't I do it? Mm -hmm. It's just shifting perspective. I'm not diminishing what's going on with me. But I'm just looking for a little bit of uh, um, inspiration and motivation through other people, which is awesome. That's a conversation for another one. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so seriously, if again, your experience of a concussion might be completely different than mine, which is OK. Like, uh, you know, again, you might just have a headache. You just might be nauseous. It doesn't all every head injury is not a concussion. Let's be clear. You know, you can have a bonk on the head and you're fine. That's not a concussion. 
Um, but, you know, if you have a significant, you know, bonk on the head and you're displaying any, you know, you could look it up on the Mayo Clinic, the generic, typical uh, symptoms of a concussion. If you tick a couple of those boxes off, do yourself a favor. Go to the doctor. Let's just find out. Yeah, just just have them tell you you're fine. Yeah, let's find out. Let's not be those people. I was hoping the doctor would tell me I was fine, and I wasn't. <laughs> hey, 2019, it's a year for self-care, self-love. Yes. You know, like like we're going to take care of ourselves. Yes. And 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 so we're also going to take care of each other because we, we have, we are Aww. in the most beautiful, amazing, caring, giving community I've ever known. Yes. Like really, it's 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 crazy. Like Definitely. every single one of us want to help one another out, you know? Mm-hmm. Which makes me think we're all secretly evil. No? No. Well, I won't tell you what my character alignment is. <laughs> so so th- this has been awesome um because you know there are a lot of concussion survivors out there. There are a lot of people who just don't know much about the concussions, mm-hmm. you know? And and you've given us a lot of insight. This has been awesome. We we've gotten uh, uh to know a lot about Lauren and how amazing she is. Oh, God. Oh, and the fact that post-concussion syndrome, I forgot to mention, can last for years. There is no... um, There's no end date. No, it's usually... So usually it can be from six months to five years. Wow. So I'm on year three. Yay. So, you know, you're you're getting... But is it getting less severe? Yeah. The anxiety is less severe. And by relaxing on the the word and the vocab that's getting better that's beautiful though. but yeah the, but the anxiety is still there yeah you know yeah. and that's something where it's like well you're just getting older you're getting anxiety i'm like no 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 no. no. i no. went 27 28 years that anxiety so see that see that's no no, no it's just no no no, no, no. no. it's so different yep because we had brain injury exactly <laughs> you know so yeah and, and, and lauren you're awesome i adore you you're, you're seriously one of my favorite people. I am Aww. so happy that you survived. Yeah, me too. You know? Because to be honest, it could have been some, so much worse. Yes. The, the, it could have been a lot worse. The deficits could have been severe, you know? And the fact that, like, you're, well, also, you're, 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 you're kind of a stubborn goon. Yes. For the, your doctor had to tell you, yeah, yeah, take six weeks off. Well, I've known you 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Try a week. You know what my doctor does now is I just email him and I request things. He's like, do you want both? And I'm that's, like, yes. That's He's a great doctor I have. And like literally from all my injuries, I'll be like, so I've had cortisone in this wrist and I've done PT. It's getting really bad again. You know, I have a high tolerance for pain. Um, can I, What can I do? And he's, he's literally like, do you want both? Because I was like, can I have one or the other? And he's like, you can have both. What do you want? He's like, take him with a bottle of whiskey. So like right now I have referrals currently in hand. On my in my email that I can go straight for PT or straight for cortisone or do one and then the other. Yeah, you should probably do one and then the other yes. because you need you, you need it all. You need I to be need healthy. You need to be healthy. Yes. You know, and, and again, 2019. Yep. It's the year to be healthy. Exactly. Right. And yep. and uh, I'm, I'm just very, very happy, Lauren. I'm smiling. Oh, my lips too. hurt because I have this lip. My lips are like super chapped. Should I put Vaseline on them? I don't know. That just sounds gross. And on that lovely note, guys, <laughs> lovely note. But, but I, I think, um, you know, you know what we should do? Because you're super amazing everything. You should make a concussion flag. I should. It's going to have dragons and unicorns and dungeons and dragons on it. Not just dragons. It's working dragon. Oh, my God. So I'm as gonna, always, gonna go the, the Neuro Nerds, we are here to help. I would like to give a big thanks to our sponsor, Avid, for, for supporting our podcast and being as amazing as they are. I'd like to give a huge thanks to Lauren for being as awesome Aww. as she is and sharing her concussion story because I got to tell you, like, I think personally, sharing our stories 
helps everybody. It yeah. helps us grow. It helps us uh, during our recovery. Mm-hmm. And it definitely helps others out there know that they're not, not alone. But it's very difficult. It's very difficult to share. It's very difficult to like open up and be like, hey, this is broken me. Yeah, it's hard to get to that place. But by practicing, mm-hmm. by talking to people who are willing to listen. Absolutely. Then we can practice to start telling people who are unwilling to listen <laughs> as we take over in a world. Damn right. But, but I, I really appreciate you sharing. It, it means the world to me. And I know it means the world to everybody out there. Um, you can follow me at Joso Rocks Everywhere. Follow Lauren at Lauren L. Manzano. And I would like to. places? Yes. And a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You know who you are. We yeah, adore we, we, and we love, love you. We love you guys. And um, as part of the, the, the Neuro Nerd feature, hashtag the Neuro Nerds give back. We give a portion of our um, Patreon patrons, Patreon support to a individual or an organization. And again, thanks again to everyone listening today. We, and we appreciate all you guys. At, and again, the Neuro mm-hmm. Nerds, we are here to help follow us at the Neuro Nerds, NeuroNerds.com, mm-hmm. at the Neuro Nerds on Instagram, because we are Insta Nerds. And we're the Neuro Nerds in space. <laughs> I'm going to ride a dragon into space now. That's working, dragon. And on that note, the Neuro Nerds out. out. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.